This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, August 26, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. The UN's panel on climate change is about to come out with its next assessment of the science of climate change. And as is the nature with these kinds of reports, they're behind the science. So says Chip Knappenberger with the Cato Institute's Center for the Study of Science. Well, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, colloquially known as the IPCC, um, releases an assessment report on sort of the state of climate change. They do this every five to seven years, and they're in the midst of working on their fifth assessment report, which in final form will be released in 2014. Um, The contents of this report are sort of being leaked out as the final uh, touches are being put on the report. Um, And it seems like they're going to tell us that we are more certain that humans are involved in creating the global warming that's occurred in the past 50 years or so. And I think they're also going to tell us that the amount of global warming for a unit amount of greenhouse gas emissions is going to be slightly lower than they thought it was just seven years ago. What does that mean? Well, it's something called the equilibrium climate sensitivity, and it's how much the average surface temperatures of the Earth will increase for a doubling of the amount of carbon dioxide that's in the Earth's atmosphere. And so if you double the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere by emitting uh, carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases into the atmosphere from burning coal and, and other fossil fuels, oil, natural gas, um, you would like to know how much of a climate impact that's going to have. And so that's what the climate sensitivity gets at. Um, how much warming can you expect from, for a certain amount of emissions? So the difference then is uh, that they, they're going to revise down climate sensitivity given a doubling of carbon in the atmosphere? they're going to revise it down a little bit. It's not a number that you can just calculate on a sheet of paper. It's, it's a very complex sort of number that's because the Earth's climate system and environmental system is a very complex system. And so we don't really know what that answer is. So the best we can do is come up with estimates of it. And there's been a lot of new science um, aimed at coming up with a good estimate of that, because it is the key parameter when it comes to how much global warming is going to occur from um, humans' use of fossil fuel. And so recent science has suggested that the equilibrium climate sensitivity is, is below the values that the IPCC has assessed it to be um, in previous reports. All right. So what does that mean for, what should that mean for policy? Well, it means you can continue to emit CO2 um, and produce less of uh, climate change than we thought we, you could uh, five years ago. The IPCC uses climate models to project what they think the climate, what kind of changes we might expect to see in the future if we continue to burn fossil fuels and release carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Those climate models um, collectively suggest that we will get about a 3.4 degrees Celsius temperature rise for a doubling of the CO2 concentration in the atmosphere. The new science is suggesting that the temperature rise is only going to be more like 2 degrees Celsius for the same amount of emissions. And so the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change temperature and climate change projections are based on a warming amount that's some 70% higher than what the current climate what the current science says it is. So they're projecting too much climate change 
to take place than the science suggests is going to happen. And so that's going to affect policy because the IPCC is there sort of to uh, influence policy. And if they're projecting more climate change is going to happen, then the policymakers are making policy based on uh, a projection that's that's incorrect or at least out of step with the current science. Now, you have suggested that uh, the IPCC ought to con- has has essentially three options uh, before releasing this report uh, or in releasing this report. That is, it's just trash it and start over, or uh, at, put an asterisk on it and say that we've likely been overestimating the impact of uh, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Um, for some time, or three, uh, I guess bury this information in the report and try to use it to mislead people. Is that is that your assessment? Yeah, in in three sort of options, those are the three options that I see. They can either it, they're too late, and it's the IPCC re- process is is a very bulky. It takes four, five, or six years to to go over all this sort of stuff. So they they run behind the science just based on the bulkiness of producing this report. So they're behind the science. So what are you supposed to do when your report is already obsolete before you release it? Now, I'm sure the IPCC is just going to go ahead and release it as is. Um, I, don't, I don't think that produ- produces a product that's very useful for guiding policymakers into making um, decisions that are based on the most recent science. When in a field like climate change and climate change science, the science turns over and is updated um, on a cycle that's much quicker than the IPCC cycle. So they're running behind the game. So like I said, it's obsolete before the report even comes out. But in that, and that is a consistent problem given the nature of these reports, right? That is correct. Not only with any of these big government or intergovernmental reports. So the IPCC from the UN is one example, and we have reports from our own federal government that also run into the same problems. They get behind the science. Chip Knappenberger is the assistant director of the Center for the Study of Science at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.